Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 143. Hoping you guys are doing well. Um, I'm doing great. I'm feeling a lot better. The knee, uh, I think I'm good. I think I, I mean, I'm, I'm not limping. If I push down on it, it hurts. Other than that, it, it's fine. Uh, today was a little crazy, man. There was a, another um, tornado watch. And uh, it got really bad. I mean, I looked out the window and, like, that shit was going sideways, man. The freaking, the wind and the rain. Um, and what was so crazy is, like, yesterday, when the guy was working on my um, on my AC, uh, we were talking. We were talking about, you know, living over here. And you know, I was mentioning how one of the reasons why I like it here is, like, I don't have the, the California earthquakes. I don't have the coast hurricanes i don't got i don't get the the kansas i said we get you know the tornado watches and he's like man he goes he's 30 years old he was like i've been out here my whole life he goes i've never seen a a tornado he goes they always talk about them coming through here he goes they never come through they always go around us i'm like okay then all of a sudden this was yesterday i had no idea that there was gonna be a tornado watch today so of course as soon as um, I heard there was a tornado watch. That conversation came up because I had told him. I had told him actually yesterday. I told him. I said, I said, yeah, man. I said, watch. We're talking about this shit now. Watch tomorrow. There's the next hurricane. The next tornado comes through. And man, that was the first thing I thought. I thought about when um uh, when they said the tornado watch. I thought about the conversation. I said, oh God, please no. <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, nobody wants to go through that, man. That's that's scary because you can't tell where the hell that thing is coming. And you know what they say? They're telling people, if you have a basement, you know, take shelter. Or they didn't even ask if they have a basement. They're saying, uh, good idea to go down to your basement. I'm like, yo, I don't have a basement. <laughs> and an attic, I don't think, is a smart move. <laughs> so Because the roof is usually the first thing they go. So definitely don't want to be in the attic. And, uh uh, yeah, my wife panics though. She's a trip. I, I, I spoke about her on the podcast. I mean, really, man. Like, she's worse than the tornado, man, because she scares the hell out of me. She's yelling and she's making us freaking cram up. I mean, she's scaring the dog, man. The dog is like up behind me because, um, you know, she got us in a in a corner. And then, and then she's like, okay, she stands in the doorway because it's only like a half a door because it's a little, just a little section. So we open up uh, one of the doors from like the laundry room and it kind of opens up just like halfway. It covers us halfway of the, of the little hall. So she's standing in front of the, <laughs> in front of the little entrance. She goes, no, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to stand here, you know, just in case. I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You know, so I said, if anything, I said, that wind's going to, you know, take you somewhere over the rainbow. Me, it's going to, it's got a little work to do, but uh, thank God nothing came through. Um, and uh, it's, it's scary, man. I mean, okay. You know, people say, well, you know, as long as you got, got your insurance. Well, it's not, it's not just that, man. I mean, tornadoes are scary because. That shit isn't like, you know, a cartoon. We see freaking a cartoon comes by. You know, look at the, the the tornadoes on some of these weather channels and the damage they do. Like, I don't have a brick home. I, I've had a couple, but I'm not living in one now. I'm living in your typical, I would assume, wood frame, 
plaster walls. I have the outs, the exterior brick, which is just like a, what they call that, um, a veneer. Um, I mean, I think I, I mean, I'm, no, actually, I think the brick that I have here is full brick, but it's only one little section by the dining room. It's not the whole house. So that probably be the only thing that's still standing when this shit is over. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a scary situation. Then I think about my, my property. Like I have a lot of shit, man. Like my camera equipment and then my computers, even though I put a lot of stuff up on the cloud, I, I do a lot of writing and I'm always, you know, think about it. You lose your writing. How do you, how do you get that shit back? You know, now the books that I already wrote, I'm not worried about because I can always get someone to retranscribe those for me onto a, a, a onto a whatever. So I'm not really concerned with that. Um, you know, but it's the ones that are still on disc or still on my computer that have not been published yet, you know, and God forbid losing that because to sit back and try to rewrite that stuff from scratch. First of all, it's going to end up being probably a totally different story. Like there's no way in the world I'm going to remember everything I wrote. No way. It's not going to happen, <laughs> you know. So those are the kind of things and then, you know, your pitches, things, you know, sentimental uh, value, your pitches and stuff like that. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, so hopefully we don't, uh, we don't ever have to, um, experience any of that crap. Uh, a little lightning in the sky, but it's cool. It's a cool sky. I can hear the trains in the background and I can hear the Beatles on the right side annoying the hell out of me right now. Um, other than that, little issue still with my computer screen is not turning up. It's just a monitor keeps going to sleep and... I had this problem last time, and I don't know. I wonder if it's the weather. I don't know, but um, I, I, it'll come back. It'll come back to life eventually. Um, but as of right now, man, I'm, you know, and I have two other computers. The only thing is that, you know, this computer's pretty strong, and I have a lot of stuff in it. You know, I have uh, uh, the amount of memory uh, that I have in it is, um, uh, I, can't, I can't match it with the other computers, so. Um, it, it kind of sucks because I was right in the middle of something. I needed to get on my computer for a few hours a day to finish up what I was doing. I do my writing on my laptop. I, I mentioned that. That's a totally different computer. But I'm talking about my desktop. Um, that one is the one that that screen is blank. It's black. And when I restart, it just says monitor going to sleep. And Yeah, I did everything, man. There's, there's a lot of tricks that they tell you to try. I've tried them or I've been on Google on my phone and... I've tried every trick in the book. Sometimes all it takes is me to hit the escape key. Or sometimes I will go down all the F keys. So I'll start from F1 all the way to F12 and just press it. And sometimes a few minutes later, it turns on, you know. Uh, and I get the blue screen where I can uh, type in my code and, and get into my system. So, but um, right now and yesterday, it's not doing it. So it sucks. That sucks. So, um,. So there's much writing today as possible. Oh, by the way, AC is kicking ass right now, man. It is really, ah, uh, feels so good, man. You know, uh, just to be throughout the house. Like that really scared me, <laughs> for real. That really scared me. But thank God I got that fixed. And it's like the money at this point doesn't even matter. I'm like, yo, it definitely was well worth uh, the investment. Uh 
You know what show we're, work, we're watching right now that I mentioned before that? I'm not a big TV person. I watch a lot of YouTube. The only time I watch TV is me and my wife. I, it's hard for me to even watch a whole movie. I'll fall asleep if I sit there too long. So what we'll do is we'll find something with like three or four seasons. And, you know, we'll watch like one episode a day, you know, at nighttime. Uh, or if we take breaks, if I take breaks in between, we might watch if they're not too long. And on the weekends, we might binge a little bit. We might, we might, I can't do like, I can't binge all day. I could do a few episodes and I have to break away, come back. But anyway, the show that I'm watching is on HBO. It's called Deuce. Um, and if you guys don't know what Deuce is, if you're from New York, you know exactly what the Deuce is. The Deuce was 42nd Street, which people sometimes called, uh, the center of the world. And, um... 42nd Street is not like it is like. So if you go to New York City right now and you go to 42nd Street, it kind of looks like Disney. Like they they hooked it up. They have um, beautiful stores and restaurants. And it's very, very family-oriented. Um, Disney bought it. They have a, a theater. I think The Lion King was playing there. I don't know if it's still there. Um, but we're watching that. But this takes place in the 70s when it was very heavy in prostitution and very heavy in uh, just the crime and drugs in that mar- in that area. And that was 42nd uh, between 8th and 7th Avenue and or Broadway. You know, Broadway and 7th kind of, I think they t- it turns into one. I think they're one, one and the same. Um, but... Uh, this takes place in the 70s, like I think the, the episode win right now, I think the year is 77, which was crazy because in 77 I wasn't there, I was in Mississippi. Um, but uh, before and after that, I was, uh, I've been to 42nd Street and they, you know what? If you raised, if you're more or less my age and you've been through, this, through the deuce uh, during those days, you're gonna be very impressed by the way they portrayed it. It's crazy, it's crazy. Like it's spot on, man. Like they, you know, they they uh they rocked this. They really did. So um, I'm glue. And then it goes it goes in from the um, and then <clears throat> what it was. Okay, so 42nd Street was crazy because it was lined with movie theaters. So it has something like four or five movie theaters on both sides. And in those movie theaters, you could watch like double or triple headers. So you'll see you could watch for like five dollars you could watch three movies and what they used to do do first of all is they used to do a lot of um uh the karate movies so you could see a lot of those karate movies that were out there um not like the big bruce lee ones those were there though those went to the major theaters but the ones you used to watch like saturday mornings watch some karate flicks where the guys you know they leap they do backflips like over a mountain and shit you know um but you will watch three of those and uh uh, and it was really cool because as a kid, that's where you went. Um, and, you know, when I was going as a kid, like during that time, 70s, I wasn't up to no good. I wasn't getting high. I wasn't doing drugs. I didn't come in until like the 80s. So, But in the 70s, I wasn't. So when we went there, we went there strictly to have fun. We weren't there to pick up any any hookers. We weren't there to buy drugs. We weren't there for anything negative. We were there to go to watch these movies as kids and have a good time and come out and do karate to each other all the way home <laughs> so that's what we used to do um uh yeah a lot of prostitution um 
the pimps. So a lot of times when you see pimps being portrayed um, in New York, it was on 42nd. A lot of times, you know, they were doing it on the Deuce, but then they started moving stuff off to the to the avenue. So like it would be off up on uh, like Eighth Avenue. Now they go even further back. There's still some of the action happening on Eighth, I think, and Ninth. They're kind of but. They're hiding it because it's becoming a big tourist thing. So they don't want the tourists to be there. And it was very dangerous. It was very dirty. It was very gritty. Those movie theaters were infested with rats. I'm not talking about little bullshit rats. I'm talking about big old New York City rats, rats that look like uh, little chihuahuas. They were huge. And, um, and they had a lot of those, those porno movie theaters where it was soft porn. Um... Uh, I've never been, uh, it could be a disclaimer, or it's not, I was too young. I tried getting into one one time in in the Bronx, and they didn't let us in, <laughs> so uh, I never made it in. Uh, but I remember that area being like, like really, really saturated by that. And then what happened was, they were trying to get the hookers off the street, and that's what you're going to see in the show. And I remember when all of this was happening, and what they did is they started opening, like, massage parlors. That's what they called it, but they were really whorehouses. So a lot of the hookers that were in the street, they would um, they would now stay in these uh, these whorehouses, and the pimps was, were getting money for it, you know? So they weren't, the girls weren't getting arrested. Uh, the guys could do other things. Um, and they kind of just changed the whole scene, but then the mafia was involved. So you had a lot of the mafia that was fighting over territory. Like you couldn't have these places without a payout. So, uh, and then you had the cops. The cops also were, you're on the take. So the cops, you have to pay the cops off. And if you have like two or three precincts that were patrolling one area, um, you would get two or three cops coming in from that area um, uh, asking for money, you know? So it was really, really, dark and it was very dingy um heroin was huge um crack didn't hit the scene yet um but it was it was it was really crazy just when 42nd street was changing when they were really converting it um they were still they had already started it was already looking nice they were cleaning it up um i ended up um renting an office on 42nd Street and 8th Avenue, right in the corner. And and then right across from me was also Port Authority, uh, which is the bus terminal, you know, where uh, buses came in from different states and whatnot. And um, I had an office up on, God, I think I was like on the 8th floor or something like that. And um, I remember that place, uh, you know, I was running my, my label from there, but I had no clue. It was just the thought of having it, but I was paying $800 a month. And what was crazy is that I was paying $800 a month to the guy who rented it to me. He was not the owner of the building. He was just some young white gay kid who I think he was probably down with the landlord who lived in the building, but I heard he was really, really old. So I think what this kid did is this kid... I think he lived with the old man, and then he came down and he rented the stuff. But what he did is he wouldn't do leases because I had no lease. I just paid him, and he let me move in. It was so crazy because I went in there. Um, I didn't need a deposit. He just told me to pay 800 I could move in. Um, but I remember buying paint. I painted the place, and it was dope. And I had my boy uh, Rick Ramos 
who was um who came in with me um and we painted the walls. I remember the walls were black and they had the drop ceiling and we repainted the drop ceiling white and then the frame that holds the drop ceiling we painted that black so it actually looked like checkers and then we bought a gray carpet that we put down and it was really really dope man it was really dope and um um but every month man I hustled I hustled just to to pay the rent like any penny I made I put it into um into paying the rent for this place until one day I couldn't have paid anymore so I was real cool with the doorman they had a doorman downstairs who took care of everything and I had my boys meet up with me with a van like like 10 o'clock at night and I went in I said what's up to the doorman he goes what are you doing I said man I gotta get rid of some furniture man I got new furniture coming in in the morning and they said I bullshitted them I said I said yeah they said they won't they won't remove the furniture and I told him well you know, they can't do it during the day because there's too much traffic. And the doorman is telling me, he's like, yeah, yeah, they can't do it during the day. It's too much happening, too much in and out. I'm like, yeah, man, so now I got to come in here with my boys. We got to clean the place out. We got to get it ready for the new furniture to come in in the morning. He goes, oh, okay, okay. So I wanted to give him like 10 bucks and he would hold the doors for us while we were bringing. And we were taking everything down. We were bringing the furniture. My boys came over with a, a van. And we took it. I remember I bought a storage unit. I even rolled up the carpet, man. Like, I wasn't leaving anything, man. I was broke as shit, man. I wasn't trying to leave anything. Took my, my desk. But at the same time, I didn't have a lot of stuff. It was really just the carpet and some of the furniture that was there. I didn't take anything else. And um, um, and I wind up getting out of there. I never turned around, never came back. So uh, I never looked back. But, you know, I think about it now. Um, man, I was in such a incredible incredible location but that would have all been right now if i wanted to get that same place right now this second it'll probably be about ten thousand dollars a month for real no joke so uh yeah it would have uh you know and we just caught it right it was just the, the tail end of them like they already started fixing 42nd street it was already looking like disney um but it wasn't completed it was still a little gritty and it was still a lot of bad elements in the 8th Avenue area. There was still some peep shows. I think they still have all that shit uh, around there now, you know. But, you know, I look at that and I can see the area like where I had, the, I had my office uh, on the show. And uh, really, really, really crazy, man. But you know, I was telling Angel, man, I said, you know what? I'm glad we got to experience this. I'm so glad that we got to experience this. You know, I went to L.A., to Hollywood, actually, I went, and I always wanted to go down Hollywood Boulevard, where they have, you know, the Walk of Fame, where the stars are, and I always envisioned the Walk, of, you know, Hollywood Boulevard to be like 42nd Street. Let me tell you something, man. When I got to Hollywood, I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed. It was absolutely nothing compared to 42nd Street. Sorry, Hollywood. <laughs> you know, and even if people live in Hollywood, live in the area, and they go to New York, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There was nothing. I really kind of was a little disappointed, but at the same time, I was like, ah, yeah, New York was the shit, man. <laughs> you know, I'm glad I'm not there now. <laughs> I would like to go visit soon, but man, uh, so when you guys get, you know, like I said, this... They ain't paying me for this, but it's a good show. So if you get a chance, go HBO. Even if you have to um, 
um, get a subscription just to watch the deuce do it it's worth it. it's a really good show and it's very true to life so if you really want to get a good feel i can vouch for that because i was there and if you want to get real uh good and it goes into also just so you guys know it goes into the porno industry and how that began in new york and really really interesting shit man and a lot of that stuff is true to life so but anyway i just want to share that with you uh uh anyway uh that's pretty much it guys um i'm gonna shut down I appreciate you uh, tuning in. Everything else is good here. Hope you guys are doing well, staying safe. This shit is not over yet. People are talking about it's over. Listen, don't take the chance. It's not worth it. I personally know people who are getting this shit. Now, they're saying that, yeah, people are getting sick for other reasons, and they're calling it that. But you know what? I'm not trying to take the, the chance because the people who are catching it that I know personally are not saying that with something else. They're saying they caught it. So, um, we're not home free yet. So, stay home, protect your family, protect you know people around you, protect yourself, and uh, let's just get through this. And you know, take this time, man. This this is a little downtime. Take this time, create, think, pray, diet, work out, write, work on the lawn, pick up a new hobby. Have babies. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can do. So, I right, be cool. And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle.